The children of highly educated mothers are twice as likely to take part in sports and other extracurricular activities compared to kids of less educated moms. This impacts social and learning development. Here with the story, InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Our guest is Elise Allen, a graduate student in educational studies at Ohio State University. Elise, you authored a study that examined children who participate in extracurricular activities and kids who don't and ended up with some amazing findings. Tell us a bit about your study and what you found. Some of our main findings were really that we're seeing really large gaps in some of the types of activities that kids participate in as early as kindergarten. These seem to be related to things like students' race and the education of their parents influence what they were participating in. And we saw as much as twice as many students participating based on some of these items and different activities. So we're seeing really large gaps for these young children within their extracurricular activities at a very early age. When we say extracurricular activities, most people probably think of sports. What activities are common for, say, kindergarten age children? Sports were actually the most common activities. Students also participate in things like scouts or taking lessons, perhaps academic tutoring, as well as religious activities and things like that. So we had a bit of a range, but you're right on that athletics are still the most common even for these young children. What kinds of benefits for kids do extracurricular activities provide? Our study actually looked a bit more at just who is participating and how they're participating, but a lot of other studies have shown that there are important outcomes for school readiness and achievement for students, and particularly for young students. That can mean things like following the rules in class and student adjustment within school, as well as kind of continuing to work on whatever their task is at the time. And studies have shown, especially for adolescent students, that these outcomes can affect things like their math outcomes, their language in terms of reading and writing, as well as their emotional development and well-being. I understand your study was at least a little bit unique because most previous research had focused on older kids, right? Yeah, most of the work in this area is about adolescents. There are a few um, that have kind of focused on younger kids, but we've kind of seen these gaps in participation going on for a long time, and we wanted to see if this was still happening with younger kids. And it seems like, unfortunately, you know, we are seeing those large gaps for these kindergarten students. You mentioned a moment ago that your study found some information about race and educational levels for parents in relation to all this. Tell us about that. Yeah, so we found that students that were in majority groups, white and Caucasian, were participating at much higher levels than students in other race and ethnicity groups. And we also found that based on mother's education, so this is usually the outcome that's used just because most moms are filling out our surveys, turns out, that we had about twice as many kids participate participating at higher levels of mother's education. So if we looked at the amount of students participating in athletics for parents that had a high school degree or less, we would then see double that amount of participating students for those whose moms had a graduate education or higher. And that went across almost all of our activity types. So that was a really robust finding that the mother's education seemed to really be influencing our participation rates for these children. Elise, are there any policy changes that you'd like to see done on the school board level, the governmental level that might make a difference here? 
We would really like to see targeted outreach for some of these groups that are participating less. We would also love to see, you know, legislatures and policymakers subsidizing some of these activities, whether that's providing financial support or material support in terms of things like let's get kids some shin guards for soccer or help get them transportation to practice. Those little changes could really make a big difference in making these activities more accessible for all of these children. So based upon what you learned from your study, what advice can you offer to parents? We want to make sure that they know that these activities can be important for kids early on and kind of have parents look out for some of those signups that may be happening when they're doing, you know, kindergarten enrollment or some of those opportunities that might exist for after school activities that do provide transportation or things that might make it a bit more accessible for parents to get their kids involved. And we really just want everybody to know that this starts early and these benefits seem to add up over time. So the more that we can get kids involved, even from the very beginnings of school, the more we should see them benefit academically and personally. Elise Allen, the lead author of the study and a graduate student in educational studies at Ohio State University. Elise, thank you very much for joining us today. Yeah, thank you so much. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. And that wraps up this week's show. InfoTrack's executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm Chris Whitting. Our internet services are provided by Pear.com. Thanks for listening. We hope you'll be here next week for another edition of InfoTrack.